Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Biggie just did something. Man. I just challenged him, and he just came up with it. Biggie says that there's chat online now, and he's the guy that keeps up with this, that Morgan Wallen, if you... Now, Morgan Wallen's an enormous country music star. I proclaimed two years ago his career to be over. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason was he had an incident where he came home one night drunk, and some of his friends were drunk on the front yard of his home in Nashville, and he started screaming the N-word at him, like, get this N-word off my yard, you know, in kind of a playful way. But his neighbor's ring doorbell picked up on it or some video that the neighbor took. Guy puts it online. Morgan has to apologize. I say career over. Instead, he became the first country artist to put all 30-something songs from a new album on the chart at once. Okay. Yeah. I miss on a mm -hmm. lot of I swing and I miss. I just said a week ago, it's over for Donald Trump. I just read today he has a commanding lead <laughs> in the yeah. primary race. <laughs> He's up on DeSantis 54 to 24. <laughs> I said to Chris Dibb, it's over for Trump. I said, you know who I like? Uh, a lady from South Carolina. <laughs> who? They're not even counting her, man. I forgot her name. <laughs> Haley. Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah, she's not even in the new attack ad. <laughs> They're not even... I mean, some pack is already running... Ads against uh, against Trump and uh, DeSantis. They're not even giving her credit. She's the only one that's really in the race. In Literally, the race, yeah. officially, he's yeah, yeah, he's it. But uh, the attack ads don't even mention her. They're like, you know, Trump wants this and DeSantis does this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not even in there. She's mm -hmm. she's polling at three percent or less. Mm -hmm. I proclaimed her the front runner. I yeah. said, watch out for Nikki mm -hmm. Haley. And most of the polling, the people that say her is people like you. That's uh, who's the chick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one with the legs. I like her. I'll tell you. You know, it's because I love the show West Wing. In the show West Wing, the guy, Martin Sheen, who becomes the president, is a total... You don't even know his name when it starts. You know, it starts, he's the president, but they do flashbacks. Yeah. And the way he wins the presidency is he's an absolute, you know, polling in the single digits. And he, you start to see him and you're like, oh, wait a minute. This guy's got some... It's kind of like that for Clinton. You know, when Bill, I remember when Bill Clinton ran for president, and at first it was like, nobody's ever heard of this guy. Who's this guy? And he was the guy, if memory serves, mm -hmm. he was the guy who made at the yeah. previous Democratic convention, the year, four yeah. years before he ran, yeah. who made a terribly received, long winded speech at the convention that people were tuning out of and dropping like flies. It's all he was known they were, for, yeah. really. They, they, were going to sleep, they were going to sleep in the aisles. They made fun of him. He he went on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and they did a bit where when Carson introduced him, it took like three minutes to introduce him that because he was long winded. He had made such a long speech, and then he, but he comes was just out. a no, nobody governor. He was a nobody governor, and I you know I looked at that's probably when the Kelly curse started. I looked at Bill Clinton, and I was like, look at that loser, he's done. No <laughs> he's going anywhere. The then he had a sex scandal, and I thought, well, that's obviously it for him. I was in college, I was like that guy is going nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, who's that? What is this guy? I mean, all of a sudden, you know. That's, you, you won twice? Okay. That that's okay. That's how I feel it for Nikki Haley. When she starts talking, we're gonna sit up and we're gonna take a look. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna know her name. At some point, I'm gonna remember her name on this program. The point is, the point is I buried Morgan Wallen. I said it's over for Morgan Wallen. Now, my wife and I continue to quietly listen at home. <laughs> because I, car, like, I, love, I love his music. I it's, love his It's music. one of the oddest things I've ever seen in history. Not only you, but several million people continue to listen. Oh, 
because his album stayed number one for weeks and weeks and weeks, and yet everyone went, Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Who's that? I just, the guy, I love his voice. I think he's an incredible singer. And here's one that my wife plays quite a bit. And this is what Biggie's saying now. People are saying, if you speed him up, he sounds like Miley Cyrus. So so this is going to be Morgan's normal. Yes. And the song is called Cover Me Up. Yep. Is that right? It's a hit. I've heard it many times. So girl, if you're both by the bed, we ain't leaving this That's Morgan Wallen. Okay. What he's saying there, by the way, is room. We ain't leaving this room. Yeah, but it's so... Girl, leave your boots by the bed. We ain't leaving this room. That's Morgan Mm. Wallace. Okay. He's got that Eastern Tennessee twang, Mm -hmm. which is what I love, you know? All right, now here he is sped up, and people are saying he sounds like Miley Cyrus. Girl, leave your boots by the bed. We ain't leaving this room. That's all. Here's Miley Cyrus. (laughs) Wait a minute. All right. Okay. All right. This may be the best use of TikTok all year. (laughs) I love all three of them. I love them. I I think it's going to be awkward when they see each other. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> <to> get high. <laughs> yeah. All right, why not? I love this Miley Cyrus song. People, people say I talk about Miley Cyrus too much. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think she's great. I like. Do they play uh, at your gym? I know that there's usually a mix of top forty and, and pop and hip hop. Does country ever make it into the no the gym playlist? No. It may not have the right tempo unless you add a beat. I like it. They add a beat to it sometimes, and when it comes on, I always think, ooh, that sounds good. And within a within 30 seconds, it's changed. The, the, whoever the coaches will go over and get rid of it, and they'll say, I know y'all don't like country, and they'll go past it. You know? huh. But I do. I like when country comes on. Uh, you'll hear a little Miley in there sometimes, but not. You know, she's a pop artist. Yeah, she's yeah. more pop, more now. pop than country now. She's kind your, of, yeah. sorry, yeah. I was going to say she's still embraced though in the country world. If she shows up, yeah, oh, yeah. at the awards, you know, it's stand and cheer and let her sing. The the country crowd mm-hmm. loves that. They don't forget, you know, who yeah. came before. You know, I know you and your wife are obviously uh, quote unquote closeted country music fans. Um, do either of you own a pair of boots? She might. Well, she has like black boots. No, I mean like country boots. Oh no, no, no. Cowboy boots. No, I had a pair of cowboy boots. Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming. Okay, some cowboy boots for her, maybe. Maybe I had a pair of boots when I was about eight years old. My, I remember we were at the shoe store, and I was going to get my usual Converse, and my mother said. Why don't you get some boots? And How high up the uh, the leg we're talking? Well, for, she wanted me to buy some blue suede's, and they were they were suede boots that went up to the <laughs> calf all the way up. And I protested. Was she having a Conway Twitty moment? She said, <laughs> <laughs> "Conway had these on it hit on hee haw." <laughs> My mother said, "You would be the best looking boy in the first grade if you had on these boots." And I said, "Mama, I'm not doing that. I would be called out." Mama, I'm already the best looking boy in first grade. <laughs> She said, honey, you are, but this would make you even better looking. Irresistible. <laughs> Mama, they're going to call me names I can't say. So we've... You can we've, still use that word right now, Mama. But 
in 40 years, I won't be able to say it. I will never get the radio show I want no. if I wear these boots. How am I going to get Monday Night Football with these boots? And you never did. I never did. We fought and fought and fought about it right there at Big Deal. Big Deal was the name of our shoe store. Oh, okay. Right Big Deal shoes. Should let's go over to Big Deal and get you something. Excuse me. Y'all are making the other customers uncomfortable. <laughs> One's making him put on those boots. <laughs> I said, Mama, I can't wear blue suede. I couldn't do it. I said, I cannot pull this look off. Even at age eight, I knew I can't mm-hmm. do this. Well, she said, well, then let's go with the cowboy boots. And they were beside them. And they were like the stitching on the side. Yes. I mean, true cowboy yes, boots. True cowboy. With that boots. heel and the toe. That's right. And I bought them, or she bought them, and I wore them the next day. And I was so self-conscious about them. And people did notice them. And I think they made jokes, you know, mm-hmm. about me wearing... And I never wore them again. I took them home and I said, I can't. Yeah. I won't. And I wore my old... They called me S-kicker. They did. <laughs> right. you got your S-kicking boots on? You know, if I had withstood that, imagine... I could imagine. Have, I could have become Miley Cyrus. You could have. You know, it's... Like could have become Molly Morgan. M- Miley Morgan Wallen. That's what I could have been. But I was unable to different pass. I, I was unable to withstand that. I've never liked wearing flashy footwear. I don't know what it is. If, even if Plenty nobody, people do it. Yeah. I just can't. Even if nobody says anything, it may, I feel I'm like, I, yeah. why am I wearing this? You know, One time when I was working for the local Fox affiliate, which yeah. I did Television. for a time... I wore, I did a, uh, there was a band breaking, you know them, Athenaeum. And, uh, yeah, they had a uh, North Carolina band. They had one hit song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, some of the guys at the TV station knew them. And I said, let's do a feature on them. And they were playing a show. And somebody said, you better wear your flashiest shirt because we got a rock show we're going to. And I said, oh, my God. So I wore, <laughs> wore this oh, shirt. No. There's video of it somewhere. <laughs> really? And I wore this shirt. It was like a blue, shiny blue, like satin or whatever with little spinning records on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> awful. I mean, absolutely awful. Did you buy it for that? Yes, or who, I, bought, I bought it for okay. it. Yeah, I did. And, did you go to the chess king? Mm-hmm, yeah, and it was so, I mean, something so out of character. And when I looked at it on camera, I was like, oh, my God, look at this shirt. And this then, is a mistake. And, you know, there was a there was like a fashion coordinator at the TV station, and he ran from the room. Mm-hmm. He saw it, and like, oh, my God, he couldn't even. Well, that's right. He went vomiting, you know. Yeah. I He's, haven't seen anything like this since I once worked at a boot shop. <laughs> Blue suede boy. It's been many years, but there was an eight-year-old that came in with his mom was trying to put on these blue suede boots. <sighs> that big deal. I'll never forget it. And yeah. That was a moment. I'm really, you know, there's certain moments, days in your life. When I bought the pine straw, mm-hmm. your wedding day, you know, yeah. all the, uh, when your kids are born, that day with those boots, you know, it was yeah. this path or the other. When you take a certain job, that day with those boots might have been the first. I think Mama. the flashiest footwear I think I ever wore was when I was playing baseball maybe 13, 14 years old, mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, this was the 1970s, mm-hmm. everybody wore black yeah. cleats. You Oh, you went white. I went white. I wore white. I got white mm-hmm. cleats with steel spikes. 
Ooh, you wow. know, back then everything was you know rubberized. Yeah, yeah. of course. And you know these were the metal cleats. Yeah, that, you know you. I think they're probably illegal. Yeah, you, <laughs> they are. I mean, in the majors <laughs> they might wear them, but uh, I was thirteen. What am I going to yeah. come in spikes high at the second base? <laughs> That's what they would accuse you yeah. of. <laughs> and did you not like the feeling it gave you? As soon as I put them on, I was like, "This is a mistake." Right. Not, you know, I wasn't nearly good enough to pull off the. Lift. I don't want to stand out. You don't yeah. want to stand in at that time anyway. You didn't want to. Stand. And it, if I had real talent, mm, it would have been different. But I didn't. I think it's why when I see even really talented people, like when uh, Lady Gaga wore the meat dress, and when people wear stuff on the red carpet, I, I just go, "What are you? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And why are you doing this?" But they pull it off. Probably because they just they're more it. confident yeah. and they're, they're more self. That's right. You know, they know who they are, and the, you know that's right. And they're confident enough that even if they make an error, if they make a mistake, they're hey, whatever. On to the next you know, outfit. Exactly. It doesn't matter yeah. to them. Look at your boy. Your boy has has that the swag. He does. That. He does have he that, has yeah. that swag. He will. You, do. you know, he He'll, could wear a crazy outfit and everyone would be like, yeah. yeah. The pictures you've shown us, like when he's going to formal dances, right? Right. That's what he wears now, and and. Uh, they do. I think this generation He's not concerned about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not, not at all. He's absolutely not. Now my daughter is, but he mm-hmm. is not. He doesn't care what other people. We're rolling. Is he doing prom? He's, he doesn't want to go to the prom. I keep telling him go to the prom. Really? I, mean, I, I said, wonder you're, if that's. I said you know. you're going to regret not going to the prom. And then he said, Well, did you go? And I said, Well, I did, uh, but I was a sophomore in college when I went to the prom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, we got it. We're gonna have to keep an eye on that one. I, did. <laughs> I didn't go my junior or senior year. I had to work barbecue. It was a particularly busy time. Mm. Spring season barbecue. Right, you they d- couldn't spare you. you. They can't spare you at the barbecue place in spring. I mean, my God, that's when the, the fresh crop. The, the mm-hmm. pigs are at their best. Pigs are at their best. The flavor was highest. There's a story today about uh, this is Ron Howard, and he's talking about his daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard. In college, this is also when she was young, apparently she did an experimental play where she was fully nude through the entire play. The entire play? Yeah, for most of it anyway. This is what Ron Howard was talking about. And he was doing an interview, and he said she invited me and she invited my father to go, so her grandfather. And now she is 20 years old, a sophomore in college. She did an experimental play. And he said it was a complete assault on my psyche because I watched my daughter for a two-hour play be naked for most of it. And then this is how it turned out. It's very interesting the way the end of the story turns out. First of all, I knew there was nudity. I didn't realize it was full body nonstop. <laughs> it was a complete assault on a father's psyche. It was experimental theater. And I was sitting next to my dad. And I wasn't sure what he would think. And when it was over, he turned to me and he said, I think that's just great. That's what college is all about. She's never going to be afraid on stage again. That's Ron Howard's father, who was also in the entertainment. He was an actor, too, for a long time. Do you know the story about him? I read a book about the Andy Griffith show. And on the first day of that show, uh, they had Ron Howard's character, Opie, be kind of um, a brat. You know, he would talk back to his father. They had lines in it where he was making jokes at his father's expense, Andy Griffith. And his father, Rance Howard, pulled Andy Griffith aside and said, if you write lines like that for him, the audience is going to hate him. You, you, you need to make him into more of a likable mm. child. And, and Andy Griffith said, you're right. We're going to change it. We're never going to do that. And, they, and look how lovable that character was, mm-hmm. yeah. Opie, Opie Taylor. And so uh, they took, uh, Andy Griffith took his advice because the writers had written it a different way with him being like a smart spoil, mouth. Smart mouth, spoiled. I wonder if the show would have been as, as successful. I don't think so. Yeah. Because that relationship was important to the show. And uh, Opie Taylor goes down as one of the great child characters of all time.
I don't know if I could sit through my and my daughter would never do a nude play. She's in theater, but she would never do that. See, she's she doesn't have she does care what people think, and there's absolutely no mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're the child of Ron Howard, you almost have to do something like that to break out. To break out. And she's become a big celebrity. Oh, of course, she's but I big, think yeah. especially at the time, you know, mm-hmm. she's Ron Howard's daughter. Mm-hmm. Even the people in the play probably don't take her seriously. Like, well, you're just Ron Howard's daughter. Maybe she's so, got to prove herself. Yeah, so I bet she was like, I'm going to do something so extreme and Maybe. so. Yeah. to prove that I'm truly a good actress. I saw avant-garde theater at Appalachian State once with full frontal nudity, male and female. Is that what we're calling porn now? <laughs> avant-garde. <laughs> it was unbelievably avant-garde. I had it was a, a pool boy. <laughs> it was a pizza man. I had a hard time with it, I'll tell you. It was, it was very, 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 very difficult. I know that.